Today's episode is going to be quite cool. Sorry, la, right, come on. <laughs> no, it took me a while to register that. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Okay, okay, okay. Suspense a bit. Shh. Petition to change the intro. We've been using it for quite a while now. I think. I think it's, it's it's time we had a refresh, right? Yeah, maybe we as as soon as we get a little bit of budget, maybe we hire some guy to you know. Yeah, yeah. Kind of write a song or, for us. Or if anyone out there, uh, you know, want to send us some music. Yeah, we're cheapskates, by the way. We won't pay for it. <laughs> At least we're upfront. <laughs> Jim will give you exposure. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. Today our guest. Uh, I've known him for quite a while, and when we first uh, met, or when we first actually uh, went to his store, and we always like, hey, what's the inside scoop? What's the inside scoop? Never would we have thought, you know, it's a saying, right? Never would we have thought, uh, you know, it will become such a huge success of what it is today. A phenomenon. I a would phenomenon. Say. And, actually, and the thing is, it's, it's probably it's probably Malaysian and probably local. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the founder, okay? Is it founder or co-founder? Um, I must say correctly because I know that you're not the only ones involved in this. Your wife also is involved in yeah, this. Yeah, Shuli's also involved. Yeah. And I have also another business partner. Ah, so I would say one off. One, one off, off the, the founders. founders of Inside School. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Edmund. Welcome on the show. Hi guys, hi guys, hi guys, hi guys. In case you didn't get Jin's cool reference just now, yeah. it took me a while before it hit his dad jokes are getting worse lagging, and worse. Bro, <laughs> I should have. Dad jokes all come out already. <laughs> Man, I should have just said, hey, today I got an inside scoop on something. Uh, okay, yeah, that, would have, that would have hit a bit better. La. Yeah. Uh, but fresh off the bat, uh, congratulations on uh, the big news that was public. I think uh, Farm Fresh actually recently acquired uh, Inside Scoop. Yep. Congratulations on that. How are you celebrating? Uh, nothing. Nothing much, Eating more ice cream. Not really, actually. Uh, <laughs> Back to the grind. Uh, it's not really a sale. Mm-hmm. It's actually busier than ever for us because right. there's a lot more to do. But at least now, or not at least now, the problem with it now is that we don't have an excuse anymore. Last time we can say no money. La. <laughs> <laughs> now we have a bit more firepower, so we don't have an excuse for ourselves anymore. So right, right, that is a problem. So, so, so for the general public who just tune in or probably don't uh, do not know on what it is you do, is it? Would you mind kind of kind of like you know bringing our audience through who you are and what you do? Okay, uh, my name is Edmund. I was born. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the Karangan, you're yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number yeah. like Edmund. A plus. Hobby, saya makan ice cream. Yeah, so uh, I want. I mean, we go backwards, lah. That's probably easier. So currently, I I lead the Inside Scoop team. Inside Scoop is an artisanal ice cream brand, and we're trying to be a bit more mainstream, lah. That's how I would. Mm. That's how I would brand ourselves today. Prior to that, uh, prior to this transaction, I was obviously running Inside Scoop on a day-to-day basis together with Shuli, and she still runs the business together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that time, we were a lot more focused on the food and beverage side of things. So, you know, opening stores, closing stores, building a factory, making sure the ice cream is great. We still make sure the ice cream is great, by the way. Mm-hmm. Then before that, uh, we we had uh, professional careers in financial services. So I was working in a bank. Shuli was a uh, product manager in an insurance company. And before that, she was an actuary. So that's our... 30 second background how did you from a finance background probably I would say finance background quite is it safe to say that finance background is very luxurious uh, very lucrative uh, because all of them seems to kind of tell me that oh yeah they pay very well but also it's quite stressful yes uh, the particular segment I was in was quite uh, was quite 
stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did pay very well. I was working in Singapore then. So I was working in Singapore for a full 10 years. Oh, uh, wow. Eight and a half years. And then I was in between, I was in the US for a while as well. So I was doing a lot of advisory work. Right. My last stint was, uh, I basically helped prepare companies, prepare companies for listings. Ah, and, okay, and okay. bring them through the listing process yeah. and, and help them with the whole, you know, writing the big book that nobody reads. <laughs> 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 uh, the big one to know assign my life away on liability uh, and then yeah raise money for them so that was my last stint uh, in, in the bank wow. I, I can see how you know from financial to running a business you know how it relates and how you can bring your experiences over but why ice cream how how I, the ice cream came into the picture I think, I think the big issue in the finance industry is that it was quite high level which mm-hmm. it was not a bad sorry it's not a big issue it was an issue for me because I'm a bit of a socialistic I have a socialistic skill right uh, I wanted to be able to touch lives directly. Mm. Uh, and that was quite important to me and I felt that was lacking. La. So things that I really enjoy today, working with the people on the ground, you know, speaking to students that just graduated from fire, working for us part-time, speaking to interns, uh, working with our operators, finding solutions for them, giving people the opportunity that I have, fortunately, because I won the, I don't know, genetic lottery. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep myself. I, we were very lucky uh, to be where we were. Uh, there were a lot of people out there that didn't have the opportunity that we have. And I felt that it's something that I really wanted to experience a lot more mm. and to be able to touch people's life directly. Yeah. yeah. And not only do you run a business on ice cream, I think uh, I was once, I, I kind of went to, um, I can't remember what it was, but uh, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Renee, invited me to a, a kind of like a talk where a lot of uh, like-minded business people kind of talked together and they threw ideas and they actually kind of mentored each other to grow, grow together. So yep. that's where I realized that you give a lot of talks. I, I, I do give some talks. Uh, it is quite draining. It is quite <laughs> draining at times. It, it's 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 time consuming sometimes you have to prepare for it. But as I said, it's, it's, quite, it's quite a nice experience for me and I still enjoy it today. Uh, hopefully, you know, we can impact people's lives in different ways. Uh, uh, to me, the metric of success for Inside Scoop is two things. We are here 20 years, 20, 30 years, 30 years from now, we're still here and we're mm-hmm. still relevant. And number two, <clears throat> some of our ex-staff calls me up for a beer willingly. <laughs> <laughs> Not because boss Blanja, right? <laughs> like, hey, Edmund, like 20 years from now, hey, Edmund, uh, like when we were Inside Scoop together, like you really taught me a lot. You really impacted my life. That one really like tearjerker. Wow. <laughs> So, more, so more those, beer, more tears. <laughs> like, re, like, that, like that to me, those are the two most impactful things that I think we can leave. Right. We can leave, we can leave uh, the legacy on. Uh, it's not about driving a Ferrari or like what. I think those are nice. But uh, for me, these two things are my highest priority. Like, that means if you wanted to make sure that the brand is here 30 years from today, yep. you cannot do things that are short term in nature. So mm. the philosophy must be very strong uh, and you must have a good social skill so that people will sub- continue to support your brand. You must have a strong team around you that will continue your legacy because you're not going to be here working or hopefully you're not going to be there working 30 years from now. So yeah. the, the philosophy and the operating philosophy must be very strong. So, so all this comes from the experience of running a company for almost like what, almost more than 12 years, right? Uh, so we are celebrating our 10th year tenth year in December. The first year. one was in wow. Bangsa, right? The first one was in Bangsa. Yeah, the first yeah. one was in Bangsa. I think we met when you were when we were in DJ or USG. I cannot remember. Uh, I think it was in the near Atria. Uh, yeah, DJ, yeah, that's where right, we first yeah, met. Yeah, we, I think yeah. we brought some, uh, you, some, some friends over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they came over. That's where I first met you yeah, and your yeah. wife. And so then this was DJ was our second shop uh, about 
five or six months in, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did you dabble into the world of ice cream? It's like, was this your first venture or did you have previous businesses uh, in the F&B line before that, before venturing into ice cream? No, uh, previously I was 100% in finance. It was There was no time for anything else. So on my eighth and a half year, I think, mm-hmm. or ninth year, I cannot remember, eight and a half years uh, anniversary in the bank, I took a sabbatical. I okay. took a six month sabbatical. And I thought that, you know, I wanted to explore myself. Lah. It's not <laughs> something that was, like when we first graduated, it wasn't invoked, lah. you know, take yeah. some time mm-hmm. off, go and do your own thing, right? So immediately after I graduated, I stepped into a bank and I worked really like, I was like hit the yeah. ground running. So eight and a half years in, I felt that uh, I wanted to do something on my own, but we've been planning for it for a while, you know, financially, we were a bit more thrifty. We, we saved up a lot more with the anticipation of wanting to do our own thing mm-hmm. from the 10th year onwards, Yeah, uh, from the 10th year. So when I took the sabbatical, we decided to start the ice cream business Yeah, and I wasn't f- committed to it full time yet. So then Shuli and my business partner, Derek, they were running it on a day-to-day basis. Oh, so okay. they were already full-time at that point? Shuli no? was full-time. Wow. Derek, Derek was uh, 50% of his time. He had a, a few other businesses in, mm. in, in Malaysia and Singapore that he was running. So Shuli came back and we decided that hey, it made more sense for Shuli to run it full-time as opposed to me where I had a higher opportunity cost. Right. Mm-hmm. So we did that. Uh, then I think by the time we were doing, I think our third or fourth outlet, I cannot remember now, third or fourth outlet, we needed someone to come back and run it full time mm-hmm. together with Shuli. Like she's very good with certain things, but I think we needed to complement the skill set, and that's when I decided to take the plunge. Oh. so that's when you're like, all right, I'm, you're going, you're all in, all in, in you're all in, all in, all in. Lang. I don't know if it's Sailang. I, I mean, at that point in time, uh, banking there was still a shortage of people. We, mm. we in theory could have gone back quite easily, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Theory, yeah. In, in theory, in theory, <laughs> in at theory, that at that time, <laughs> In theory, But you know, life is about rolling. The it was dice. it was the right move to right decision to make at the right time like it wasn't too yeah i think so i, I mean there's so. always risk involved there's anyways. always risk involved, yeah correct. but right. you went it into it you went calculated you, risk uh. yeah oh yeah okay i like the word calculated risk i mean yeah for With bi- any business i mean you start a business you go into it it's always a risk right? you risk some people calculate it and they know that oh okay the, the odds are in my favor then they'll start but some people like even the odds are not in your favor now man i just try but you if you, yeah if, but if you look at it objectively speaking right uh, again because of investors and everything else the uh the headline number that we we got from Farm Fresh and everything else sort of puts us back at where we were if we were to stay in finance only. Mm. It's not that big of a difference for us. So from a from a financial, it's not really a when people look at it, they look at it from a financial standpoint, right? Yeah. I look at it more from when I took the leap, it's actually hopefully I will be able to be as good financially and I've really expected to take a step back financially. Like yeah, actually yeah. actually move backwards financially. Mm-hmm. Uh but more from a satisfaction and like personal career growth, personal yeah. growth standpoint, I felt that that was a step that I needed to take. Like you said, like you're 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 in a position where you can actually leave a legacy, make make your mark, la. Not 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 really make my mark, right? Like live a live a different experience, la. Live mm. a different experience. That experience, that ability to being in a position where I can choose what experiences I want is was important, la. Yeah, yeah. So, so okay, when you decided to start inside school, yes. You're like, it's just more of like, okay, I'm going to start an ice cream business, but who basically took the first step to even learn how to make ice cream at home? Did it start so, 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 yeah. so the So the narrative is, uh, sorry, the marketing narrative, uh, the marketing yeah. one is, uh, Shuli really likes ice cream. Shuli is my wife, for those that don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shuli really likes ice cream. Uh, I wanted to build her an ice cream empire, but halfway through I decided, ah, yeah, she worked for it better. <laughs> 
You want to buy that bag? You work for it, woman. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the marketing narrative, la. Yeah. The 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 reality is that she's a much better. She's a much more organized person than I am. And ice cream is about <clears throat> formulation. It's about structure. It's about uh, making sure everything is organized. And she's a much better person to do that, la. Uh, we are. I'm a bit better with strategy. We're a bit better with people. So yep. at some point in time, when there's critical mass, it made sense for me to come back and run mm, it. Right. So I scream. Why I scream? It was because it was scalable. Like it was one of those things that we found that we could do it centrally, as opposed to, uh, like a restaurant, for example. Ah, <clears throat> okay. Yeah, and then uh, the other thing that was invoked then was tech, right? Uh, it was the era of uh, Groupon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the era of Groupon. I don't know if you guys, for the younger audiences out there, is this relic? <laughs> Groupon now, okay, let's see, let's let's let's, let's, let's let's make it relevant to today. Groupon is like Kluk. In a way. In a way. Oh, yeah, yeah, Kluk, okay, Kluk is experiences. Groupon is like all the products, best deals, products, products. Yeah, products. Yeah. Yeah. So so that time that time Invoke was Groupon and we toyed with the idea of doing something in tech, but I, I couldn't stomach the the continued losses and raising money. It just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we decided to pull the trigger, then we wanted a cash flow based business. Uh, ah. And that's how it started. So did you have like an ice cream seafood like or were you guys literally experimenting in so the house? So we, how we experimented the, the story is quite similar now. we experimented in the house then Shudi went to Italy to learn how to make ice cream we had friends in the ice cream industry shared a bit of experiences uh, just do it lah uh, just do it lah just try on it and your product tastes good lah don't think so much just do it lah did you immediately start with like a mountain of flavors or did you start maybe with a very small we started with 12 flavors mm-hmm. oh that's a lot 12. still yeah no, 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 12 flavors is okay uh-huh. 12 flavors is okay started with 12 flavors in uh, in our bangsa store mm-hmm. mm. and how many flavors you have now recipe book wise we have more than 100 oh now. But, but I mean we, we only make you can't stock all at one right we only make 30-40 flavors at right and, and okay, at that point in time when you were starting the ice cream business, you had other competitors which were basic, basically international brands like your Baskin Robbins or your other Hagen and yeah. stuff like that. And then, you know, those those are household brands. I'm not sure whether household brands, but they're popular brands that have a lot of money behind them in terms of marketing. Like, and you guys just came in. Did you, I mean, did you already have already a clear plan nope. how to... <laughs> Okay, because you know Malaysian mentality, okay, I won't say maybe today is a bit different, but I would say rewind about 10, 15 years ago, right? They always have this mentality, West is best. And anything local, they just like, mm, see first, uh, see how, uh, you know? Yeah, so circumstances was quite good, right? Uh, circumstances, the market was with us then. There was a transition towards, uh, it was the end of the second wave coffee shop going coffee ah, shops. Yeah, 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 shop. yeah, so yeah. people were, people have warmed up to the idea that uh, consumption like when I want to consume something it doesn't have to be something that my parents co- consume right yep. so like third wave coffee shops at the time coffees were like I think seven or eight ringgit people were happy to pay for it Yeah. Uh, I mean first wave is like Starbucks second wave is the more independent then going to third wave right so yep. it was a bit more lifestyle driven so we were also quite lucky to be able to ride that wave uh, yeah. uh, and people were appreciating uh, this sort of products more uh, you know artisanal made in Malaysia, made using real ingredients, made using real food. People were appreciating that a bit more. Mm-hmm. So it was right time, right place. So I would say we are as much lucky as we are uh, prepared. Yeah. And was, was social- played a very important part in it. <laughs> so social media was, uh, I would, was, could you say that social media was also a very, uh, uh, it was the era of Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it was. Instagram yeah. wasn't there yet. Instagram oh, wasn't yeah. there. Instagram wasn't even there yet. I think Instagram was just starting. Uh, and I think six months after that, 
uh, when I think six months after that or a year after we started, Google acquired Facebook. Uh, Google acquired Instagram. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So oh, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook acquired Instagram. Facebook, yeah. Facebook acquired Instagram. So that was a very early stage of Instagram. Yep. Uh, Facebook was uh, getting traction, but I think the monetization wasn't strong yet. Yep. I think, if I'm not mistaken. So it was that era. Social media was quite new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a couple of years before that was... Friendster. No, 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 no. No, Friendster. Friendster was way before. <laughs> no, no friends, Friendster, never, nobody went to Friendster to look for reviews. They went there to look for friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Facebook that really yeah, so, pushed so out it was the, Facebook, it was Facebook the and, viral and, yes, stuff, right? Yes, Facebook, yeah. was, Facebook was the one that pushed out the viral stuff. Yeah, yeah when when they had like, uh, when they introduced Facebook pages, oh my God. Oh yeah. Everybody takes, yeah, Facebook pages for granted right now, but back then it was like, only certain people can kind of start Facebook pages. Yeah, and then when you translate, when you uh, transition from your personal account to your pages, you lose some followers. Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, something so, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. There, was a bit of, there was a bit of issue then, but yeah. Facebook was a wild place, man, back then. Yeah. Did College assignment do on it's Facebook. Not, it's, not, it's, not, it's, it's not, <laughs> not like what our parents use now, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like it was a cool thing then. <laughs> but when you decided to start an ice cream company back then, did your goals back then, dif- uh, okay, did your goals back then differ from whatever you've achieved today? Because like, you know, when you start a business, okay, my goal is this. Do you always continuously just uh, travel towards your your goal or it just basically pivot from time to time? No, I think there is, I, I don't think we are so well organized or planned where <laughs> we- uh, He's we being had, humble we had, we, had, we had like a North Star <laughs> and then we go towards that, right? I think uh, it was very organic. It was quite fluid. Uh, we, we were constantly constrained by uh, resources, both yeah. in terms of money and also people. We were struggling to get, uh, at some point in time, the, the, the tides turned, but we were struggling to get, uh, we were struggling to uh, to get to where we were because everything was run by us. Right. So, mm. I mean, now we have an amazing team, uh, really good people around us. So it took a while to put together and with a good team, it gave us a bit more confidence to, to go a bit harder, lah, mm-hmm. to go a bit harder. But without, without them, we probably would be a bit slower. So it was, Pretty organic, la, I would right. say. Pretty organic. What, what would you say is the, the biggest hurdle in the early days? La, like when you say you first opened the first couple of months, what was the biggest struggle? The biggest struggle was adapting to hands-on work relative to desk work uh, for us. Uh, especially <laughs> coming from your, yeah, your yeah, background, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so we were, we were very desk-bound. You know, We were sitting there doing analysis, writing prospectuses, mm-hmm. uh, doing product launches. So yeah, going to hands-on work quite different. Customer facing. Customer <laughs> facing for a very relatively small, tra- like a lot of transactions, but relatively small. That was quite... Yeah. Was quite Do you get like a lot macam macam customers? Yeah. That, I, oh, I would think that that would be the toughest. Because yes, it's, it's, a, it's a tough business. Kind of it's a tough, no, I think uh, we take it with a stride. We take it with our, in our stride, right? Like customers are customers. Of course, some mm. people feel that the customer is always right. I think the customer is definitely right if they're reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes sometimes uh, the organization is also at fault la. like i'm not saying that it's 100 percent customer 100 percent organization it's just very circumstantial la. so you just have to switch your mind to, to deal with it law yeah that's the operating philosophy I, I to be honest personally i felt uh inside school was very human yeah and we still try and be as human as we possibly can that's yeah. one of our key pillars we we try and humanize the the buying experience yeah uh, and also make sure that the flavor not just not just the buying the humanize the entire experience yeah from Whether, what was from stepping into your shop to yes. interacting with your salespeople. people salespeople, true to how we treat our staff how we treat our drivers how we treat our teams i think humanizing that is very important uh, at yeah. least for, for me. Uh, and, it, and it translates to online too. Uh, and for, for like, I mean, for me, sometimes I go through your comments. Uh, have to do a bit of research, uh, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> I mean, but this is I mean, I've stumbled across a lot of things before because uh, sometimes your your comments there are people who say not nasty things. Be like, oh, I think this particular thing is too sweet. You should do this, 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 this. But the way how you guys kind of uh, answered to that was like, okay, I uh, will take this in con- into consideration. And then a few weeks later, you come back to the same comment. We think this is okay and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh wow, this is very human. We try to, we try to, and of course, as the organization gets bigger, the problem is how how do we make sure that back to the operating philosophy like that the next level of managers and the next level of executives will continue to adhere to that. So when you say a product is too sweet, uh, I, I recognize that there's varying levels of sweetness for everybody. Yeah, Same salty, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's yeah. varying levels. So we must make sure that we cover the 95% of the market. Right. Uh, and then the people that sometimes we cannot cover, we either get back to them and let them know, or we do a special one for them. Like just for this particular occasion, we have a zero sugar product for you guys. Oh. Mm. So so those are experiences that I really like, like that it makes people feel very special. Yeah. And it's also part of me, right? Like I, I just really like doing these sort of things. Oh, okay. Yeah. It makes them feel like you're you're paying attention, uh, you know, you're, yeah, you're people hearing, want to be heard, right? Yeah, people yeah, want yeah. Hearing what they're saying. People want to be heard, right? People you're acknowledging heard, yeah. their their problems that yeah. they're having. I cannot make I cannot make everyone happy all the time. But yeah. when we get the chance, let's continue doing that. Like. Let's not be a large organization where okay, I want to make money. Only. Yeah, Less, screw you, man. Yeah, My not, sweet, not, sweet then don't eat lah. You know, don't let them. <laughs> no, as, in, as in, it's 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 hard, right? Like you, we want to please. Yeah, because right? with scalability, you have more different opinions coming in, and sometimes your yeah. opinion doesn't uh, align with your opinion. You know, everybody. Especially when it comes to flavor, like yeah. Say, uh, what some people like durian, some people don't like durian. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, but but also sometimes sugar and salt is what gets people coming back, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it has to be tasty. Right? It still so, has to taste good. Yeah, like, you need taste, a, you a taste good tasting. Yeah, How right. much ice cream have you tasted in your whole entire ice cream career? I don't know, but before I came here, I had a scoop of ice cream. <laughs> so, uh, for sure, a lot. La. Yeah, how do you how do you run an ice cream business and still maintain such a good physique? Bro, you know the answer. <laughs> you know the answer. <laughs> yeah, he's been texting me to go and ride uh, bicycles. Oh, you so right. Yeah, he, he so does, cycle, yeah, yeah. But every oh time God. I see his pictures and where he goes, I'm like, too far. Uh, <laughs> I, I look at the because we're all like you know you know like cyclists right we, we'll go on this thing called Strava and you look I'm at I'm not on Strava he's not on Strava but you know your same circle of friends sometimes they get tagged you see where they go that area that they go to and then you go on Strava to check what the elevation is like and I'm like no I'm not <laughs> and you see what the average speed is like it's like no I'm gonna be alone and I was like yeah but most of the time it's busy but Jin that's how you stay this fit alright alright okay <laughs> okay yeah Sunday <laughs> He would treat you to ice cream on top of the. On top of the he's day. like his casual ride is about uh, almost like seventy to hundred k. Oh, casual, God. okay. I'm like, whoa. Sorry, drive to Sepang with you. But okay, like, is there any point of time where you, when you were running this business? Okay, let's talk about running business now, because I'm, I'm pretty sure some of our listeners are probably first-time business owners. Not probably, not probably not an ice cream, but when starting a business, you said you just went for it. You know, you didn't know what you guys were in for. You you were looking at the north star. You headed towards it. When it comes to working with people, I know you work with your wife. Some people will say, "Hey, don't work with your other half because you know confirm problems, and then you know we, you know, you get divorced and stuff like that." I mean, I I run currently. I run my company together with my wife, and I feel that there was is a perfect synergy because she she does what she's good at, and I do what I'm good at, which is nothing. <laughs> Point fingers. <laughs> Ryan, can you please call Edmund? <laughs> yeah, but like, wait, okay, let's let's go step by step. When you're running a business, people. What do you look for in a business partner first? Business partner, uh, I think sensible dispute resolutions, uh, mm-hmm. sensible bis- dispute resolutions. Uh, we've had a good experiences with inside school partners. We've also had some not so, um, 
I won't say bad experiences, uh, areas that we could have improved on, experiences that continue to nourish our lives and learn from. Uh, so yeah, I think it's, it's just taking a stride. But I think always being open in communication is important. Uh. Mm-hmm. That means don't shut the door on people. Um, sometimes we make mistakes. At that point in time, we don't realize it's a mistake. And for sure, I've made lots of mistakes, like more than I can count. Uh, and continue to learn from it. So business, in terms of business, I think what I look for in people is, what I look for with people is just ability to communicate when things become very tough. La. Right. At this juncture, right? At this juncture, uh, yellow. Because it's, it's, it's a matter of perspective and also a matter of timing. Right. It may be right for you then, but if you look at it in a long-term horizon, right? Like when I say long, I mean like over a 5, 10, 20 year period, right? It could just be a blip or a, mm. or, or a, or a slight dip, right? And yeah. Just, just continue sticking to it, la. Yeah. Right, mm. I mean, like when you do business with other people or a partnership, lah. That you know, I'm pretty sure at one point in time, money, dollars and cents will come For into sure. play. You know, how do you handle these type <clears throat> of disputes? Uh, dollar and cents comes into play. Uh, even more so for people that are quite analytical like me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it helps that your finance background, lah. <laughs> no, okay, cool. I mean, I mean, it helps, but it's sometimes it's also a, a bane, right? Like we overanalyze things, and our our ability to overanalyze and our ability to understand the numbers a bit better than others. I, I, I mean, I'm going to openly admit this. I, sometimes I can be a logic bully. <laughs> <laughs> like, like oh. I bully you in like, the logic is like, my argument is so watertight, like from a financial standpoint, but I forgot the human element of it, mm. which, is, which is quite important. So that's something that I would have liked to know a bit earlier. Right. And sometimes I still fall into that trap today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, when you take a step back, you know, of course you have to make financial sense, but losing that couple of percentages or like not not necessarily always being logical has to be the most important thing. Like I think yeah. you've got to be 80, 90% logical. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes I go like, fuck. So I go like 100%, <laughs> guys, this just doesn't make any sense at all. Like, yeah. And it's not like doesn't make any sense. It's just like I exaggerate, right? It's like 85% is still okay. The 15% you guys are being muppets about it, but like I just don't like it, right? Yeah, I just yeah. don't like it. I want it to be 100%. So sometimes I, 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 I do have that tendency to be a bit too straight about uh, so it's, uh, it's about finding the balance. Uh. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Finding the balance and also understanding uh, how, how to. Yeah, it's not. It's not really. You like, don't have yeah. to win every battle. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to win every battle. Like, winning the war is more important. Uh, and you want to win the war together, yeah, la, Rather so than that, so that I feel like every battle is not the war. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> philosophy is: if I win all the battles, I win the war, la, <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's not a good outcome, like Really, not a good outcome. I mean, we continue to learn from it. Uh, not something that they prep you in uh, in business school or anything, but. Yeah, it's, it's just recognizing that sometimes I think I would have liked to have that realization earlier. Yeah, because a lot of people tend to think that, oh, you know, you want to run a business, go study hard in school. I, but I think the, the m- truth of the matter of fact is running a business, nobody prepares you in school for it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm quite grateful. I mean, for the young listeners out there, starting a business out of school is great. But I, th- I think that, that that five to seven years working experience, getting a good mentor or like working in under someone else's wing can teach you things that uh, you. it takes a longer time as, an, as a, mm. a person. I'm not saying that it cannot be self-learned. Obviously, there are heaps of examples out there, but I think the general population, like people like me, right? I really, I really appreciate having that early formative years in a professional, uh, in a professional setup where, you know, just work ethics, attention to detail, uh. day-to-day stuff that, 
uh, that that come into play today, lah. Who who was your 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 biggest mentor <clears throat> uh, prior to starting your own business that kind of taught you the? I don't see this. I I, I mean, uh, there's no one particular person, but as I said, just a process. Yeah. Like okay, uh, like I've, I've had this. I have have this. I w- with the benefit of his good bells, but at that point in time, I thought he was super prickly. Like, like, <laughs> his, 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 this level of attention to detail is nuts, right? Like when he taught me one thing, attention to detail, like, because he would literally take my presentation, he would put it, he would like, last time there were binders, in case you guys don't know what <laughs> that is. Plastic, <laughs> plastic comb binders. Yeah, plastic comb binders. Hey, uh, it means you got budget for your assignment, okay? The budget. Ah, this, is work, the, this is work. This is work. It's work. Plastic comb. So you have to, you have to bind the, the, the presentation. This was before before it was a thing to put PowerPoint on the screen. screen. Right? Oh, okay, okay. It was, it was a thing, but nobody does that. You still print out the books and then you pass so it the, around the yeah, room. Yeah, pass it around the room and, and you flip through, right? The guy would like take my presentation, like make sure that it's like brand new A4 stack and he would flip it, you know, like, like, and then he would see the margins are aligned or not aligned. You know? Oh, wow. <laughs> he would see whether the margins from the starting, the starting sentence, right, of your PowerPoint presentation, like this could be like a 50 page PowerPoint presentation, right? He would flip it and then he will say like, I'm not going to tell you what's wrong with it, but if you're not going to put any effort in it, so I'm not going to. So he takes it and he chucks it into the wow. rubbish bin, right? Uh, but it taught me, like, it's a bit of a prick, but he taught me like, I have to be very highly attentive to things like, and he won't tell me what's wrong with it and they're going to figure it out, you know? But sometimes you need these kind of people in your life. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't even know yeah. what's wrong. <laughs> he's, 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 second, he's, like, he's second guessing himself. Like, I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> la. All right, you go figure out what's wrong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you tell me. He's hung over from the day before. Yeah. Like, ah, screw it. I'll give some excuse. La. I mean, I mean <laughs> figure out today's day and age, you cannot have that. La. Nobody will work for you. Really, <laughs> but, but it was quite good training. I thought it was quite, f- I, think, I think it was quite good training. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something you see. Even now, you still remember this experience. Yeah, yeah. Had, so like, there's a lot of things. Uh, uh, that and, and I understand why, right? Because if you are if if you are checking margins, you're checking capitalization, you're checking grammar. When you're checking grammar, you're checking capitalization, you're checking numbers. Yeah. When you're checking numbers, you're actually putting effort into your work. So it's really like Mr. Miyagi and works on, works off. So so okay, you started your first outlet in Bangsa. How many months after did you open your second outlet? Was it uh was it by yourselves or did you guys Sell a franchise no, or no, get no, funding. No, no, no. It was uh, it was it was our own. Uh, so it was five or six months in. I can't remember. I think wow. it was May or June. Oh, right, turnovers. Wow. Okay. Do you? No, okay. But we've always planned for two or three outlets. Right. Oh, so do from you? The do beginning, you? Uh, that was the roadmap. Yeah. Uh. Mm. Do you like? Do you expand only when your profits are turning green, or do you just? start the expansion even though you're in the red and hope for the long-term gain? Uh, no, we uh, at that point in time or even now, we were still very focused on business fundamentals. Oh. The store have to make money. Right. Uh, it must be EBITDA positive. We, we we do adhere with some matrices now. We we are not uh, we are not third-party funded. A lot of the money is our own money. Yeah. So we're a bit more cautious about it. Yeah. So as you can see, uh, 10 years in, yes, we've got 40-ish outlets. Uh, it's not a bad outcome in Malaysia but, and Singapore <coughs> as well. Yeah. But but there are also other brands that in the span of five years have you know three hundred outlets. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm not saying that they're right. I'm wrong or I'm wrong. They're right um, or whatnot. It's just a different business model. Like, for yep. us, we're a bit more cautious. We're a bit more step by step about things. Uh. So does all does it mean all forty outlets are now still under your supervision? Yeah, we have uh, we have a few uh, owner operated stores which mm-hmm. we sort of tested the model a bit, but we didn't find a lot of synergies in it so we decided to 
run most of the outlets on our own. That, that, mean, that means you, you don't sell a franchise to anyone. Yeah. La. At some point in time, we took on partners for a store. I see. We had a okay. few, but uh, it didn't really work out that well for everybody. La. Okay. So whoever that wanted to say their goodbyes, we, we work together with them on an exit. So, But our preference is to operate. 100%. Operate on and operate. La. Hmm. Yeah, the way I think it's it's nice you can have like more control control over the quality, uh, yes. the the principles of each store. Yes. Yeah. And again, the, going back to our success metric, right? We want to be here thirty years from now. Yeah. So uh, as a as a brand in infancy, we want to make sure that we do things that are right as opposed to things that are profitable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, a that's, long, a, that's a, a very view la. I think a lot of people have. Um, I think, you know, a lot of the narrative about entrepreneurs or self-business owners is always like, oh, you want to make money? Do your own business. It's always that. Rarely do you get the, you want to start a business so I can change people's lives. That 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 kind of narrative. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. has always kind of looked at the entrepreneur roadmap as like, a, oh, luxurious, a lot of money. Well, but I can tell you it's very lonely and very but stressful. <laughs> what, what I realized also is like, when you talk about entrepreneur, there's so many kinds of entrepreneur. Like, for example, his business model is like looking to more long term. Yeah. Some people are just, I want to come in. They say, I want to open. Bill, 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 exit sell it, move on to my next project, which is not wrong. They're still making good money, you know? It's just a different way of how you want to approach your entrepreneurship, you know? I mean, that confusion is always there, right? Like even today, sometimes you can't help but feel, hey, if I decided to grow a bit faster, sell it, value it higher. Yeah, if I decided to uh, be a bit greedier, raise a bit more money and and all that stuff, that that niggling thought process is definitely there. And sometimes you do feel a bit jealous. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's hard not to, you're only human, right? You're only human, right? right? Yeah. So, but I try and look beyond the lens a bit. Again, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, right? But I still feel that sometimes, not just feel, there are times where I still feel like, hey, what could have been uh, if I I tried a bit harder or if I, If we went away and and be a bit more aggressive in our growth, uh, yeah. yeah. But I don't think you. I don't think you have any kind of regrets with your current position right now as well, right? I mean, like, like whatever you're saying is whatever. A lot of people who have their own businesses will say. Even I myself will say, "Oh, I wish I was like this, like that when I first started." Like, yeah, yeah, everybody will yeah, always you, say that because because you got a bad, the knowledge, real, the real view, real view, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a real view, view, right? But yeah. I mean, you are what you are, so hindsight is a hindsight is a magical thing, man. So, 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 as a person who, okay, so you, what, what, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but most of the time, you rather invest back in your business and build it for the long term. Did, at any point of time, right, knowing that your business became so successful with all the growing outlets in many, many parts of Malaysia and also Singapore, did it kind of did the inflow of money kind of change you? Or did you always had that straight mindset of, all right, I'm going, I'm here for the long term, and I want to, you know, build more stuff. Uh, fundamentally, I'm still quite cheap, lah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true businessman. Spoken like a true china Spoken like a true china Sorry, I'm not, I'm not that cheap, lah. I'm, I still, again, my, my, I'm a bit more socialistic, like. Like we, we want to talk about operating philosophy. I, I, I think that we should be taxed higher. I think that government should remove subsidies from businesses. But that's that's me, yeah. So so don't don't uh, don't don't put it onto other business owners. I, I feel that I feel that the 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 enjoyment bit doesn't have to be monetary driven. Uh. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be monetary driven. Uh but still quite thrifty. Mm-hmm. We still stayed in the same we still stay in the same house that 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 we, we lived in when we first got married. Mm-hmm. Uh I drive a six year, six or eight year old car. I can't remember what that is. <laughs> um like the 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 conspicuous not say conspicuous the consumption bit for me the 
marginal consumption is not important. Mm -hmm. uh, that's how I would put it. That means we have a certain baseline. We are a bit higher than our baseline. I'm happy already. Oh, so okay. like, for example, I, I, I like to travel more often than to travel in lux luxury. Ah. So I like to travel more often. I like to take a lot. To me, that's that's my thing. Uh, I, I find enjoyment in that a lot more. So like cycling is one of those things. I like cycling. Um, I like, yeah, these sort of things. Uh, like I don't feel the need for like look at me right? material material wealth la, in a way uh, yeah it's not that important I'm not saying yeah. it's bad I'm just saying it's not for me not 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 an important aspect of my mm. life so do you has you have, well are you okay you're definitely more busy now like you just said you're more busy now because yeah. I, would, I would think that you know when, when you kind of have like a very strong uh, base you know you got a good team you can kind of ah can take a no take a break. my 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 <laughs> fundamental trait is uh, I like I like the challenge. You like getting your hands dirty I, I, I like, a lot. I like the challenge, right? So I'm busier than ever. Uh, like yesterday, I was in your always in your ten thirty at night, measuring up some stuff because you're buying some new stuff. Um, I feel that now, as I said, I really think that now I don't have an excuse not to deliver. Mm. Yeah. Before that, I before that I still had, uh, you know, <laughs> odds are against you. Like, okay, like, okay, like, now it's like. You got stakeholders you, you, really. Yeah, now, now you got a bit more stakeholders. You have a bit more finance, uh, like 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 capital to take a bit a mm. bit to take a bigger bet, uh, do but, a good job. La, like. But isn't that, isn't that like exciting at the same time? Like, oh, now it's I more have, exciting. It's more yeah, exciting. Yeah, I can always more, try this that yeah, I, I yeah, couldn't but, before. But a lot more stressful. La, a lot uh, more stressed. So in theory, a lot of people say, hey, now you can sit back and do nothing. Actually, no. <laughs> if I wanted to sit back and do nothing, I should just left it business as usual. Yeah, mm. yeah. I should have let just it left autopilot, it business. Yeah, let yeah. it autopilot. Uh, so that's the quite big misconception with this particular transaction. Well, right? the headlines, yeah. well, obviously the headlines would, <laughs> would you know, paint it in a way where you're like, whoa, la. congratulations, man. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah, I don't think you're sitting Bahamas the there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not the Bahamas, la. people think they take the keys and go, right? No, actually, I think it's, uh, it's the other way around. I have a bigger responsibility now mm. to the team uh, that we must deliver what, what we set out to do. La. If not, it's not only my failure, it's also the team's failure, right? They don't want to be attached to a, a brand that raised money and then just like collapse. Ciao, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I feel that the burden of responsibility is larger. What's the hardest thing about running a business? Apart from the... The blurred lines between uh, life, your personal life and business life. Oh, oh because, is it because you're, yeah, you're working yeah, with your, your partner, wife. your wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh. also, like, as I say, I'm quite kiasu. I, <laughs> I work seven days. Oh, no. I, yeah. But is there times where you'd be like, all right, dear, like tonight, there's no no business at all. Yeah, let's yeah. just yeah, for sure. You have for to sure. have for some boundaries or so yeah, yeah. I want to talk she about will also like, know la. She will know like I'm not, not in the mood. mood to, not in the mood to talk about it. Not in the yeah. mood like to talk about work. Yeah. <laughs> not in the mood. So she will she will she will know. Yeah. I want I want to talk about ice cream. Like, okay, who comes out with the flavors? Do you come out like is that do you have a flavor team or like there is no flavor team? Mad scientists in no, the factory. No, no, no. There is there is a lot of inspiration from third party and there's nothing new in ice cream, right? It's there's there's really nothing new in ice cream. Something that you want to make is already been created somewhere in the world. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a matter of localizing it and actually put, getting your hands dirty and getting to try it now. Um, and then after that, we have benchmarking. Now we will put the scoops out there, and then the team will try it, and then mm -hmm. we'll vote to see which recipe we like. And then Jalan Radio. So it's like a showdown. You have a chart of like, all right, we, we do have five a, flavors now. Yeah, see who we, will make yeah, it out of the factory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, something wow. like that. Yeah. I, I always imagine some like Willy Wonka shit happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At, at this point in time, I would like some Umpa Loompa. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> Oh, just churning out ice cream, yeah, 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 yeah. singing song while they're making ice cream. Yeah, exactly. did, did you have to go through like any certain regulation approvals for because you're an F&B business, whatever you serve customers has to be approved in some way, healthy? Or uh, we, for F&B, like in an outlet, the 
the requirements are a bit more relaxed now. You just need to have a good processors, make sure that you, people don't get sick from eating your product. Mm. Uh, but for us now, we we are we we follow what we call good manufacturing practices. So mm-hmm. we can track like a particular flavor, whether it's gone through heat treatment or not, whether it's been exposed to other stuff. We try as much as we can to comply with it. Uh, we do have like government certification from like, I think, Musti and a few other uh, government wow. bodies. And we also halal certified. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure all these things also is st- stuff you learn on the job learn on the, the process. Job, no chance. Like suddenly the government say, "Hey, you need this cert, huh? What? Yeah, what yeah, is yeah. this thing now?" Uh, uh, on on a f- more than a few occasions, the the officer comes. You need to have this cert. I'm like, "Huh? <laughs> uh, sorry. Would you like some ice cream? Cannot, 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 cannot. Do it, yeah. I mean, I mean, deal with it as you go along. Like we make some mistakes yeah. along the way. Uh, rectify it all. Rectify it. What, what what would you say would have been your probably biggest learning uh, from a mistake you made and and you know you guys kind of move forward and learn from it? Biggest, uh, yeah, actually a lot that, that you can share. Super a lot. Oh really? <laughs> super a lot uh, Super 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 a lot. Like yeah, like anything from sugar storage. Also, we need license, but we didn't apply for. Wait, you need a license to store sugar? Certain amount of sugar. Oh, certain amount of sugar you need. Why is it because like this? It's a control. It's a control product. Oh, it's a right. Uh, the prices is it's a commodity. The, the tariff yeah. is controlled right? Yeah. the government, so, right? so they don't want you to trade sugar illegally. Oh, the, the oh my god! Because it's subsidized, right? It's yeah. Subsidized. Okay. I never thought yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need, we need, we need a license to store sugar and flour, uh, and and co- certain cooking oil, but we don't have that cooking oil, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, got a lot of random stuff uh, <laughs> over the years. Really got a lot. Like now, I'm dealing with. Uh, I've got I've got a office that always got water underneath one. like just water is just seeping out like we're there troubleshooting like which, pipe is, <laughs> the pipe which underground the pipe, pipe is broken right like we're literally doing that, that now this, this, is, this, is, this is the factory this is the factory the factory the factory right now today is leaking right? I was so it's so wait a minute because it was so funny I was out cycling with Jared uh, our friends the other day and all of a sudden we see Edmund coming to the cafe hey man what are you doing here oh I'm here to check my fridge my something like, something in my factory is yeah, not yeah, wrong yeah, I, was like, yeah. I was like whoa yeah, yeah. very hands on very yeah, hands on for a little years yeah. Oh, really? Things that you don't expect, also, right? They just like come out and pop up. Surprise! Yeah, so, I'm a problem so today. To, need to take the troubleshooting with uh, yeah with a. It's it's, it's part of life, yeah. La, yeah. There's always road bumps in in life. Yeah. So, like, what is your big like? Do you get excited when you uh, buy like really big ass ice cream machines? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love it. Bro, I love it. I live for that. Man. Oh my god. I live for that, man. I live for that, man. Some people, people, some, people, no, no, some people get excited when they get into a new car. Yeah. Some people get excited when they go into a new house. Mine is like, mm. I got my gelato <laughs> no, S3000. The, 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 the conveyor belt is running. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I bring it on. Man. It's on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, 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 okay. I, I, I Farm Fresh acquired Inside Scoop, and you said you're busier than ever, and then bigger plans for the years to come. What are, I mean, like, without, I, I mean, I hope you can share. Like, what are some of the big plans that Inside Scoop is basically? I think we want to make Inside Scoop more accessible to the mm. ah. to the overall Malaysian market, lah. So that's the that's the that's the thing. Hopefully. Through outlets or through. Uh, um, supermarkets and yeah, co- combination of both la, combination Oh wow! Of both. We want to be able to share the share the inside scoop. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we want to be able to share the inside scoop, right? Uh, so hopefully more Malaysians can enjoy uh, enjoy the product. Again, there's there's so many good flavors in Malaysia that we can translate into a happy scoop of ice cream. Uh, no reason why you know it should only be certain classes of people that can share that can enjoy it. La. So yeah. we want to make it a lot more accessible to mm-hmm. everyone. So what What's your favorite flavor? 
My current fra- my current favorite uh, is the collaboration with Gongcha, the taro milk. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I tried that one before. It's, it's, yeah, it's a uh, salty sweet. Like yes, the, yeah. the cream cheese is a bit salty. At first, you go like, hmm? <laughs> you eat it. Not so good. I must call Edmund and say not so good. But then, <laughs> what you eat, pretty right? good. Like, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> like that, that. I think the flavor is pretty good. Uh, I really enjoy that one. Uh, that's my current favorite. But the one that I always go to in the shop and. All the the, the entire the, the entire organization notice if everyone is going to the shop better make sure the rocher is oh, rocher. Like my ro- the rocher oh. is like every time I was it's the rocher right so right. the rocher is the hazelnut ish the hazelnut with the the the, 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 the toppings on yeah, top la, the one okay. with the, co- the chocolate covered cone yeah I think my wife likes to eat the jumper one yeah, yeah always out of stock one jumper is yeah. hard to get it's like going to inside scoop it's like going to a Rolex store sorry out of stock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you can send you other ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same thing like Rolex shot. Uh, sorry, I don't have your spot model. Do you like the ladies watch? You know? <laughs> no, chapada is a hard fruit to get. Yeah, yeah. It's a very difficult fruit to get because we only can use a specific variety. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not like any... No, it's not like Oh, because I, I was about to say I had a chapada fruit in my house. No. One year, give me six, seven fruit and I can like, no, sell to it you. it doesn't uh. work. It doesn't work because <laughs> the... Chempada is similar to durian, right? There's a yeah. lot of variants. Oh, There's a lot okay. of variants. Uh, but unfortunately, unlike durian, the water content for chempada quite different. Uh, it's drier, is it? No, the water content from chempada to chempada quite different. Oh, so, so different oh fruit God. also like... Different variants have different uh, characteristics. So we only want a specific characteristic. Wow. <sighs> that's, the, that's the quality control there. Yeah. So, I mean, we tried a lot. We tried with jackfruit. We tried with other variants it's not as good lah. so rather than disappoint Jin's wife I would say no another disappointment but at least you know when she gets the stock it's, it's yeah, yeah, good, yeah, it's yeah, good yeah, stuff yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. how long, how long so, okay, I, okay you mentioned about going to stores and also uh, outlets and stuff like that how because when you talk about food I talk about preservatives and stuff like that how long can ice cream last how long do you how, how long before you refresh your ice cream does it actually that's a great question does it expire in theory, ice cream can last for a very long time because it's frozen. Yeah. Right? yeah. So anything that's frozen, you're talking about years of storage. Yeah. Oh. You can in theory store like meats for like three, four years. No okay. Problem. Okay. In the freezer, in the yeah. proper freezer, right? Because right. it's frozen in time. For ice cream, uh, you can also store it for a very long time. So from a food safety standpoint, it's generally quite safe. 12, 18, 24 months, quite safe. Okay. But the issue that we have is that... Uh, our product has very little or no stabilizer, mm-hmm. very yeah. no preservatives. Mm-hmm. So while it's food safe to consume, the structure and the texture and the the structure the structural part changes. Mm. So and because we also don't pack it in the factory, yep. we pack it in our store. So that also reduces the the, the shelf life a bit uh, more. So we would generally recommend it eating. You know, honestly lah, honestly. Maybe two to three weeks. That's yeah. best. That's best. Like for me, I will know this is a three week old ice cream. Okay. For the general consumer, I would say one to three months. I yeah, see. You will yeah. be able to tell the flaws in the ice cream. Yeah. Right? So the, the flavors may still be the same flavors after a year. Flavors will still be the same. But like I said, maybe your chambrak piece will be like squishy. No, it's more right? of like the, the ice cream becomes a bit powdery. Oh. Uh, there's a bit of icicles there. The formation is not as good. It's okay. not as smooth. Like. I don't take notice of that. Good, good, good. It means refresh, refresh. Always refresh. Yeah. Refresh your ice cream. Yeah. Now, how do you transport your ice cream? Well, that means transporting your ice creams over to different outlets yeah, is yeah, really, yeah, tough. really yeah. tough. Uh. Ice cream is a logistics game. Have you ever had like a lorry kind of like got open the door, forgot to close? Yep. Oh, <laughs> that- what? 
Oh, the ice cream melt inside. No lah, no lah, not, not so bad lah. Hundreds of thousands of dollars gone. No lah, but then got like you know, when you 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 travel out of town, the yep. lorry breaks down. Oh uh, no, uh, freezer room breaks down. Uh, staff forget to close the freezer door before they go home. Oh. Happens happens more often than you think. Oh, oh. happens happens more often than. You How many think. times have you forgotten? More than a few. <laughs> more than he like to admit. More than I like to admit. More than, but it's just the reality of business lah. I right. think I, I I got tip for you now. You know the freezer door, right? When open, it makes a loud noise. Go on, go on, go, go on, also. I still forget also. Oh, God, God. Okay, the problem is that when they leave it slightly ajar, the magnetic seal is not like, like that. Ah. When they leave it slightly ajar, then they go home. So the temperature increases like slowly, right? Like it's fully ajar, people go like, it's more of like, it never close, ah. it never close fully. Uh. Yeah. Um, I can only think oh of that because like, you know, it's, just, it's all about uh, temperature. Yeah, it's all about temperature. Oh, it's just like, Run away, man! If I go to go over the next morning, I see. We oh had shit, one. We I had, didn't, had, I didn't close one, my freezer. We unfortunately did have one staff that didn't show up for work when we uh, when. Uh, he realized. When, 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 realized. when, when, they, when he realized on the what I, I I feel that it's not one of those things that we get the staff to pay right. It's just that you made the mistake. Own up and say yeah, something. Yeah, move yeah, on yeah. La, right? Like yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, actually, that's a. I mean, I would. I don't think you're expecting the staff to actually pay for no, losses. No, no. I mean, the no. But I think I think there is a system. Uh, honestly, there's a system in place to find the staff, like because it's quite a severe, it's quite a severe mistake. Yep. But it's nowhere near the cost of the loss. Ah, it's nowhere yeah, near. Yeah. The, but it's still a big amount. It's still like I, I don't know what that is, like five hundred ringgit or something. Yep. It's enough to make them feel like ah oh, shit. I, I should, won't I do it again. Probably not do yeah, it yeah. again. Yeah. Because because it's, because it's on the checklist. You're supposed yeah. to like make sure that. Before you go home, check the freezer. Right? Yeah, yeah. That one is very important because when we lose a freezer, we're losing like five ten five thousand ringgit worth of products, right? Yeah. So it's nowhere near that amount, but it's a deterrent. It's a deterrent uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a fine. It's a fine. It's, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's like when you speed that time, you're gonna fine. Yeah, but it's more of a deter it's more the, the intention is a deterrent, not a reimbursement of a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Have you had have you had people steal ice cream before? Uh, unfortunately, God. What? Unfortunately, God. Oh uh, wow! For their own consumption or to resell? I don't know. I don't oh, know. okay. I, I don't know. Uh, didn't really investigate too much. Uh, just let the person go. I mean, the person probably embarrassed by it already, so no point making it oh. harder. Uh, yeah, I mean, God lah. This type of small, small issues will have, but you just take it with, uh, take it, take it, take it with a uh, pinch of salt lah. Yeah. Because mm. yeah, I think running a business, you have to expect these things to happen. Yeah, expect these things to happen, and then also maybe the person got circumstances. I don't know. Yeah. Try and look at the bright side a bit lah. Have you ever had, had a break? Anyone? Had a recent breakup, and I need like <laughs> one <laughs> time to swim in ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> in Chempedak, no wonder lah. Chempedak out of stock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you say right. No, I was just wondering, like, have you ever had any customer? This is like going to like really random customer shit. Go in your store. Try all the flavors and go walk out, up. put on a hat or change the outfit, come no back need, and try on the no, need, no need to put on. So, short answer is no need to do that. If you do that, it's okay. We're just going to say thank you to you. <laughs> no, the team is still going to say thank you to you. They're not they are not trained to skimp on tasters. Taster. So, you're going to taste all 18 flavors and then you walk out. Um, we'll just take it like, sure, maybe you have circumstances that doesn't allow you to, 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 buy to enjoy ice cream. Okay, that's fine. When you have money, come back, no problem. There's only so much ice cream that fella can eat, lah, okay? I don't think people set out to, I, uh, sorry, I don't think a large portion of the population <laughs> set out to, to, <laughs> I, I to, love how you change to, your phrase in that to, uh, to, to, to win, to like, to, win to, get, to, get, to, get, to get a win over a business, right? I think for people to go to that extreme, okay, lah, like, I, we're not going to, because of that one or two people, 
change our processes and then we become self about this. That, like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no point, right? There's no point. We just okay like, As a business owner, let's just take it with a. What What about what about comp- what about competitors? Uh, like big 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 international names. Like I. I'm not sure whether you took notice of it, but you know, me and my wife or my friends, we kind of took notice of what you guys did and after that, you, your competitors tend to follow. Do you take that as a threat or more of like flattery because they have never done it before, but because a, a local brand like you decided to kind of like change the way ice cream is made, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Talking about one specific brand. La. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be very, you know, uh, politically correct here over here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because you do some work for them, is it? No, 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 I think, I don't think anything we do is rocket science. Yeah. If we didn't do it, someone else will do it. And if someone else will do it, we will follow either. Um, so I I think it's a survival of the fittest kind of situation. Right, right. So if they don't do it, they're not going to survive. So they do it, we just got to up our game. And uh-huh. if they do a better job than us, guys, reflect and go and do a better job than them. You, you cannot you cannot expect to always be ahead of the curve all the time yeah. then no matter what any company always becomes complacent because of that mm. so you just have to expect that you have to keep evolving la. you really have to yeah. keep evolving la. you just have to keep looking for the next step the next step and that's why and that's the true cost of being a business owner right? You be, that's why it's so tiring all the time because someone is always coming from behind you it just ah. is right someone just always trying to Blakang. Blakang Bali. Someone is always coming from the back, right? Yeah, whether it's yeah. the smaller guys. That's why that's why David and Goliath's story is still very relevant for me every time and I still read it all the time. Like you just have to recognize that at some point in time, you you are David, yes, but at some point in time you become Goliath. And there's of course you are still David to a bigger guy, but there will always be a David behind you. Mm. You yeah, always yeah. have to fight like there's a David behind it's you. A, it's like a, it's a cycle. Like yeah. a constant you cycle. always have to fight like a David behind you. You always have to punch above your weight. You, you can't you can't like just sit down and think, all right, nope. yeah, I'm there, that's it, nope. done. Nope. Then that's yeah. how companies companies feel. Yeah. 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 So, I, just, I was just rereading uh, Good to Great. Have you guys read the book, Good to Great? No. Wait, I have heard of that book. No, I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. read it's it. It's in my car. So I, 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 read, I read these sort of books quite often, but it's just one of those things that was described over and over again. There are so many examples of companies that just stop innovating or like, um, yeah, competitors. Just Nokia being one of them who stopped innovating because they thought they were too great. Yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go, right? There you go. Yeah. Right? And, and they fell behind the curve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, were, they were the biggest thing. Yeah, they were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, far. yeah, then BlackBerry took them by storm. Yeah, and, and then, then BlackBerry also did not yeah, innovate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Now we got Apple glasses already. You know, Samsung started <laughs> off as a grocery store and now they're the biggest tech company in the world. Right. Yeah, so it's just like... Imagine that pivot, you know. One day you're selling bok choy, then the other day, all right, they're going to sell fish. Oh, grocery sell. store? I thought it was yeah. a heavy industry. I read somewhere, okay, okay, I can't trust Twitter, lah, right? <laughs> Maybe that's why Elon Musk Maybe is... Maybe Twitter is real, man. <laughs> yes, exactly. Maybe Twitter is real. Forget the... <laughs> Just like, some, just like some private jet people. But. Yeah. Oh man, that's that, oh, that was hilarious, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, where you are in your position right now, you've done ice cream as your business. Do you plan to kind of dabble into other industries? No, I like I like focus. Uh, I like focus. I think uh, we we continue to focus on ice cream. Right. Maybe different formats, uh-huh. uh, different access, different markets. Um, there's still a large category for ice cream for us to be in. Do you, do you have a vision of like, oh, this is as far as I can go and this is the, like, you know, like now you have support, you obviously want to go bigger, but where is that limit or do you not see a limit at all? I think, let's take it day by day, right? Uh-huh. Let's take it organically. Let's have a, 
let's have a three, five year plan and then let's see what happens as we continue to execute that three to five year plan. But right now it's making sure that as many people as possible can enjoy the inside scoop uh, product and the philosophy. So when you when you make all these plans, do you make them do you basically do plans that are achievable or let's wing it now? <laughs> no, I think there is the there is the very big picture stuff. Yep. And there's also the translation to day-to-day strategy that we have to we have to be conscious of. La. But mm. you still need a a dreamer's dream at some yeah. point in time. Yeah. So, so are you still that are you, are you still that dreamer or you no, the I, I mean like the, the dreamer as in the sense that roughly this is where we, the, the, the very hazy picture in the, the in ideal front, the ideal the, the very ideal hazy la. picture in front right and then also yeah. work towards it. So. Mm. So, so who comes up with that kind of dreamy like is it you and your wife and your partner or do you allow contributors to come in as well to I think, add in? Uh, I, I think it's an organic process as well. I, see. I don't think it's one of those things because you also got to make sure that it's or I feel that I have to make sure that you have the resources and the backing to make sure to you can achieve it la, or you're, yep. you're not just like smoking dope la. <laughs> sorry sorry I can't say that okay. yeah, no, no you can you can I forgot to tell him that this you is uncensored you can you say whatever, whatever you want right, right. You're, not, you're, not, you're not you're not you're not you're not you're not high as a kite when <laughs> <you are. laughs> yeah, because we're talking business today so we'll be professional yeah. all our profanities today has kind of toned down yeah. <laughs> so, so make sure that you uh, it's still it's still a sensible process but yeah yeah that's it oh, cool cool but yeah, I, I would like to say a congratulations, man, uh, to Harry of G. I've seen your company grow. And to, I mean, it's always, most of the time when we went to your stores, right? Most of the time, some, for some reason, you guys will always be there. I mean, or, yeah, la, we have bumped into you in your stores a few times here and there. La. And to see where you guys are right now and, you know, being uh, acquired by Farm Fresh and growing even bigger, I'd just like to say congratulations. And I, 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 I will try to cycle one day with you. I'm working on my fitness, okay? Uh, my FTP has gone higher already, so... Can what, is it, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Oh, yeah! Uh, is it, is it, uh, 190? Okay. Okay. Uh. Okay. Uh. Okay, okay. I've got that mm-hmm of approval. Oh, still approval, dear, approval. Still approval. Can go, approval. Can go out the hill already. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Edmund, before we go, uh, anything you want to say to our listeners who are probably in the process of basically starting a business and one day, hopefully, wanting to be as successful as Inside School? Mm, I think... Uh, Focus on the journey and not the outcome. Mm-hmm. That would be the first thing that I would do. Try and try and do more. It's very hard, even for us today. It's very hard sometimes to to be uh, tempted by financial rewards. Uh, so that that would be one thing that's quite important. And we still have to, even for us today, right? We have to constantly calibrate ourselves on that. Mm. Uh, trust in the process, and the rest will will follow. Uh, and the other thing is uh, when no do the right thing when no one else is watching. Oh, all right, thank you very much. Very very sage advice. Yes, and we hope to have you back on the show very soon. You know, next time, like, hey guys, uh, I'm opening my one thousand outlet. But all the best, man. All the best from here on. Cool. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys took away something from today's show. Cool. I know cool. I did. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, make sure uh, he also started his own business. But that is a topic for another, another day. day. <laughs> ah. Thank you so much for listening to uh, streamers on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever. We'll speak to you guys next time. All right.